to say that 2020 has been a challenging year would probably be the grand understatement of the year. It has been nothing like I've ever seen before. You know, I'll be turning 40 coming up in a couple of months, and in all my years, I've I've never seen anything like this that has impacted the entire world. It's been um, challenging to kind of watch to just the human toll and the impact on us as human beings has been something that I I just could have never fathomed. And uh, the amount of people that have lost family members and who have been suffering with the illness themselves and have been financially impacted, it just, it's really tough. It's really tough and difficult to kind of to kind of see. Um, so we hope everybody stays safe out there. Um, those who may be facing challenging job and job situations, and to those who are fortunate enough to uh, kind of still be employed, you know, we you know, we hope that you're staying safe, and we're here to provide encouragement, and you know, continue to provide some positivity in everybody's life as much as we can. So you may have noticed that um, we've been on a, a pretty long hiatus, um, unintended. Uh, the original plan was just to kind of get through the holidays and come back to you at the beginning of January. But then sometimes life happens. And it's unfortunate it both happened for Eric and I around the same time. And, you know, we've just been kind of juggling and, and facing some things here over the last couple of months that has cost us not to be able to come in and talk to you guys and, and share stories. Um. But, you know, the quarantine has, has given us the opportunity to kind of get some things in order and to kind of get back on the horse. And so we wanted to come and kind of do our part in, in kind of continuing to encourage people in their, their career journeys. Even if you're in a challenging situation, we have some tips and some stories to, to kind of keep you motivated. Because um, even though many of us may be in a valley at the particular moment, you know, I'm a strong believer in positivity, even in the tough times. And so, you know, I really, truly believe that um, there's success out there for us. So in this phase, you know, our goal is to kind of start to highlight stories and to bring in more guests to talk about their journeys and, and how they found their various success. And part of the reason for that is, and especially in this age of social media, you know, we can often see the... Uh, people's end results of their journeys and we can judge it like man they seem to things seem to be working out for them so easy when in reality and the truth is we don't know we don't know the journey we don't know the grind and the hardships they went to to get to where they are we're seeing the fruits of that we don't know if it took them 20 years to get there we don't know if it took them two we just don't know but, you know, we want to bring in people in and talk about that because, you know, I feel like oftentimes we, we can feel like we're we're in these situations alone. And, you know, we're the only one that this particular journey may be happening to. And in some cases that may be true. But in many, many cases, many, many cases, there are people out there who've gone through similar things and have been able to find uh, light on the other side. And so we want to be able to highlight those journeys. Um, but thank you guys for. For being patient with us and sticking with us, all those, all those who reached out and were sharing their stories, and just to even check on us to see what was going on with this hiatus, um, we truly appreciate it. We missed you. 
we missed you and uh, we're back. So with that said, um, you know, we'll get into this episode where Eric and I just kind of catch up with each other. Uh, we share some tips for those who may be in these, these challenging work situations. And we also have some some encouragement and, and some tips for those who may be fortunate enough to continue to be employed during this this quarantine time. And and you can and, and just talk about how you can still kind of keep pushing towards those those career goals. So welcome back to the Beyond the Cubicle podcast and uh, enjoy the episode. Oh man, how's it going? It's been like three months, brother. Dude, it's been rough out here, man. So I think it's uh, I think it's fair to say that 2020 has has started off um, like something straight out of an apocalypse movie. Dude, this is nuts, man. I've never seen anything like this before. Dude, you know what? I'm old. I ain't never seen nothing like this Nobody's in the street. No. Uh, uh, everybody's walking around. This is like a Mad Max movie, isn't it? It is. It's like one of those time, end of the world kind of movies. It is. Oh, man. Never yeah, seen anything like it. Never wow. seen anything like it. So so what's been going on these last three months, man, for you? Uh, man, we've had to retool. You know, uh, I'm very blessed to still be doing some pretty good work for some companies that are out here. Uh, but we've had to shift from face-to-face to technology. Right. And your technological aptitude will be tested very quickly. Hence Zoom and WebEx and and meeting. Oh, somebody laid house party on. That's laid it. house party on last week. Yeah, it's a new app. The thing is, if you and I are talking and they see we're online, they can just butt in. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so keep that with your family. Yeah, uh, I don't know how much I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> They can just come into the house for it. I'm like, right. what? <laughs> uh, but we've all had the, the technical aptitude, man. I know you're working from your house too, aren't you? Yeah, I'm working from home. Like we're we're not essential, but you know our our company is set up such where uh, yeah. every, every quarter or so, anyway, we have these type of um, business continuity uh, emergency tests, right, to make sure everybody can connect remotely and stuff like that. So. It's almost been business as usual for for support groups like accounting and finance and stuff like that. Yeah, it looks. I'm not really on the beach. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> I got my Cabo No Bad Days hat on. Yeah, you know me and the big man upstairs. You know we, we got our connection today. I'm on a beach in my mind. So I'm just sure. hey hey whatever helps at this point. <laughs> man, how how are you uh, how are you coping with the Quarantine. I suspect you and your family same same space. Yeah. So you know, over seventy some episodes. I'm sure everybody knows by now. I have three kids. Um, so far, everybody's been fine. You know, I, I think in the early days, the uh, you know the, the teenager was probably about to lose his mind. But oh, you know, man. as um, as the news kind of kept coming out and we all saw how serious it was, then I think everybody just kind of settled into, hey, this is life. It's yeah. not for the next 20 years, but it's for right now. And, you know, we're going to have to cope as best we can. Yeah. So, but yeah, other than that, man, you know, I'm I'm in the office. And I have my own office up here. I'm in the office for about 12, 13 hours a day <laughs> still. Are you, are you working more? Because yes. I find myself, I'm working more. I'm working more than, yes. I, than I normally would if I was yeah. in the office. 
which yeah. is crazy because I thought I would have more time, <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> My commute is up the stairs, yeah. around the corner, down the hall. Yeah. That's the end of the commute. Uh, but yeah, the 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 adaptive. I think it says something to, about how well man does adapt. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I think so. Because I think so. people are. This is a crazy uncertain time. And yet the human beings are adapting. Okay, what's the next thing I need to do to survive here? Uh, you know, we were created to be resilient. And there's some stories out here that just absolutely, you know, sparkle with resiliency and fortitude, man. So, yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's interesting because I think with, you know, companies having to shift work from office work to homework. Yeah. I think what we're learning too is how well prepared companies were or are for things like this as well. Yeah. Um, some companies are having to lay people off. Um, some companies are paying people who can't work because you know maybe they don't they didn't have laptops for all their employees and things like that, right? Yeah. So there there's a huge uh, lesson to be learned by everyone. Yeah. Um, from this whole thing, whether whether you're a support staff or whether you're at the executive level or something like that, you know. I know you work a lot with um, talkers talk a lot to executives. So, I mean, how so far, like how have they been kind of coping with it and what type of things are they looking, looking to change or improve? Um, you are very blessed if you work in companies where they had a visionary leader. They mm -hmm. weren't just making the money. I'm involved. They really were looking around the corner for rough times. And as you know, we're both kind of connected to oil and gas and energy and all mm -hmm. that. Uh, that has to flow no matter what, unless a, uh, a nuclear bomb goes off and destroys, you know, the major centers, it's got to still work. So these guys were kind of sort of prepared. I think that's what I was sharing with you. You know, I actually taught a class online uh, this past Monday to 17 managers and supervisors. Uh, and life went on. And by the way, it was scheduled before the COVID-19 hit. Mm. So, you know, kind of slowly, some companies were kind of making sure that we had that capability. Right. Um, you know, there's a VP, one of the VPs there basically that I do work for, he's been very much into strengthening the online presence. So when this came on, I was like, duh. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it just makes sense now. Um, yeah. But it, I think it's also been scary too, man. One of the things, uh, me and my wife were talking the other day and, and she was asking if, if I didn't have the current job that I have now, right. what type of other thing would I consider doing and I was like well consulting but then I started to like think like man there are a lot of careers that will be that are that have been impacted because you know you know how companies are man when when rough times hit and there there's a there's a, a standard list of the first things to go you know go consultants um you trainers know, trust me yeah yeah <laughs> Consultants, uh, contract staff, uh, you know, like those types of things, they're out the door like quick because there's there no strings attached. Basically, I'm not Absolutely. paying you benefits so I can I can kind of get rid of you without taking an impact there and I can resume after the fact. So, you know, I think um, I wonder and this is something that we can talk about, too, in a future episode. But like how how can the lessons that we learned from this quarantine and COVID affect how our younger generations prepare for career paths. 
Oh, is your is your career choice possibly, um, you know, <laughs> apocalypse proof? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> okay, okay, don't don't make me pull out the good book because here, here's the thing, dude. <laughs> I I don't think anything is. <laughs> Is apocalypse proof, <laughs> except for whatever job is. Follow me. We getting the heck out of here. Whatever that job is, right there. There you go. There you go. That, that was going to be around for a long time, but I'm trying to get serious. It's hard, I dude. I don't, I don't know if you can come up with a with a job that. Somewhere down the line, it's gonna be devalued. Now there was right. a <clears throat> there was a religious writer years ago that I remember, and my pops and some other people would quote, and she said, "Everybody, every boy or girl, should have a trade, something they could do with their hands uh, that they could actually make a living by. Not that you would do that, but learn how to do it." So I thought about it, man. I thought about carpenters, mm-hmm. plumbers, mm-hmm. builders. Brick masons in this world, computer uh, technicians, uh, people that can fix and build. Um, guess who's essential right now? Yeah, all of them. All of those people. Now in Texas, uh, the gun makers and the people making ammunition, but that's another yeah. story. <laughs> but uh, the U.S. and we talked about it before, one of our earlier episodes. The U.S. doesn't make anything. We're a service country. Right. Absolutely. The people that make things, they have to go to work because they actually create. They we, make something. We used to be. We used, we used to be a making. We shifted shift yeah. it all away. Yeah, glo- glo- globalism allowed us the opportunity to shift all this stuff out for cheaper prices. So, absolutely. And today I saw a report. I don't watch the news, man. But you know, we've talked about this. I haven't watched the right. news in four years. So I flip up my browser and it yells at me. I'm like, which one will I watch? <laughs> then I'm reading the U.S. Has to buy coronavirus masks from China. How I'm on the floor. How <laughs> how we we're not we were not even ready for that. So uh, because we don't make anything, all of our careers, especially white collar. Mm-hmm. I saw this during 9/11. Yeah, I've seen this during a lot of crises. White collar, you really don't do anything. We go to school, and this is weird. We got to do this on another uh, another episode. We go to school. You get your degree, you get your advanced degree, you're super, super good at this. However, when a crisis hit, it doesn't really have value to sustaining, you know, down at Maslow's lower level, that yeah. security thing. Yeah. It doesn't sustain that. Then it's not value as much. No. Let's be real. Like I said, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in accounting and finance. We yeah. are, we are exent, essential to a point. Yeah. We're essential yeah. to the point where if the company's not making money, what does it matter? We have nothing to account for. <laughs> you know what I However, mean? However, that firefighter is essential. Oh, absolutely. I want him all, I want him or her to always absolutely. be working. I mean, you know what? And while we're on that subject, man, like, um, you know, I want to give a, uh, you know, send up prayers and, and our hearts go out to all the medical professionals who are kind of on the front lines being exposed to this thing day in and day out. And they're seeing all the death and everything too. Um, wow. it's going to be some, some PTSD coming out of this thing. And, and oh, um, you know, I, I know we're a career focused podcast and we talk about 
how you can kind of climb the ladder and get ahead. But um, also in these times, man, this point in some industries that doesn't even matter. You know, it's, it's not it's not an issue. So all the folks out there, I love and y'all know, uh, uh, Stuart. I know you up there. I saw your picture on Facebook, all wrapped up with your stuff on love, Doctor Gill. We got so many nurses and mm-hmm. doctors that we know mm-hmm. personally. Right. That, uh, right. Uh, Dr. Sean, you know, love y'all, praying for y'all, you know, God protect you, and uh, and we trust that he will. But, yeah, you're right. The Where's the corporate ladder in the middle of this? Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, you know, so so the crazy thing is, right, like like we talk about this um, just whenever a crisis happens. Yeah. Um, and it, it can sound insensitive, but there's always opportunities that exist in crisis. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so you, you well, think about the stock market. There's oh. the the people who have the flexibility financially will always come out on the back end of this wealthier because they, they can take advantage of the opportunities that exist in the market. Absolutely. And so I they're, think they're, I think the same thing exists for where people are in their careers and their opportunities to possibly get ahead and stuff, right? Yeah, I think a couple of things happen because, you know, if, if you got laid off and this is just a couple of ideas about getting laid off. First of all, it's all traumatic, mm-hmm. you know, and I've been laid off. I've been laid I was laid off so much. I thought going to get a job was getting on a merry-go-round. So I expected when that train was around, you're like, oh, this is the end of the ride. Oh, you know, <laughs> and it had nothing to do with skill or ability. But like you just said, in times of crisis, uh, my background has always been in training in OD. Mm-hmm. In times of crisis, and the company's got to, you know, I was in 9-11 at an airline. Come mm. on. We think it's going to happen. Wow. You know, who's the, the pilots, the flight attendants, the mechanics, and the bag loaders. Wow. They, you can now even check in. Think about what happened since then. Hi, I'll be happy to take your ticket. No. You stick your license in a machine and get your own ticket. Yeah. yeah. You pull the bags out now, put it on your own bag, and slide it in. So every time this happens, if you really are not super, super essential to that process, you'll find that job becoming more mechanized. Look at the look at the grocery stores with the swipes. Mm-hmm. Technology is slowly saying, can your job be replaced? So back to your first question, mm-hmm. uh, if you're getting a career and you say, this is the area I want to work in, first of all, I say pick the area that you love. But if you're just out here looking, you might want to look and say, now, this techno- is technology encroaching? on on this particular profession will it be here in 10 years and dude we, we except for the service right service is like it takes a human to do it but except for that man look at the car car automated you know manufacturing welders arms coming down the world is so service is the only thing that leaves you uh, uh i got one story i gotta share with you mm-hmm. Right off, lady got to close their beauty shop. And for all my friends out there that can't get their hair done, I was on a, a meeting call a couple weeks ago, and somebody said, "No, I am not turning my camera on. That's not going to be fair to you guys or anybody, right?" <laughs> <laughs> and you know, because of my abundance of hair, I really don't care. You know, I'm good. <laughs> but she was like, "No, this is not going to happen." So this lady has to close her beauty shop. Mm-hmm. And she is she is just like devastated. So what she did, she actually built 
some tutorials on how to do your own hair with her product that she makes mm. itself. Her income is now surpassing weekly what she was making by doing hair. That's, That's how many people are watching her tutorial, following instructions. So she's now YouTubing hair care. And so whoever's doing this, now they're looking good on Zoom. They're like, hey, we had no beauty shop for about a month here. So what's up with you? Yeah. So that's what some people are doing, mm-hmm. you know, once you get past the shock of, you know, I got laid off. Right. So so other ways that, that we know, like the quarantine and COVID and all that are impacting careers um, are, yeah. you know, layoffs or a yeah. big part of it, right? Yeah. Um, I haven't really seen too much in the way because crazy enough, this hit right after performance review time. And so, <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> and so you know, like a, a lot of the people that I talk to, um, you know, they, they they haven't been worried about their bonuses and, yeah. and promotions and stuff. That, that stuff was kind of all taken care of before that. But um you know, but in terms of still pushing forward to that next step, I think there's still there are like two groups of people that that we need to talk to. Um, the first group of people, those who, <clears throat> excuse me, who have unfortunately kind of been laid off um, due to you know just companies not being able to 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 earn revenue. If you can't earn revenue, it's hard to pay your oh, people, man. right? And so again, like our hearts go out, I'll go out to that group. And then I think the second group is those who have been fortunate enough to be working for companies who uh, are kind of essential or, or can still earn revenue and still be able to retain them and retain their services as employees. Um, those people have a huge opportunity right now too um, to be able to, you know, make a stamp and, uh, and kind of take advantage of the situation. So, but I want, I want to talk to those who've been laid off first. Um, what, what tips or advice do you have for them um, in this particular time? This is not theoretical. This is from, I've been laid off more than once. Mm-hmm. There's always a business reason. Yep. It hurts like hell. It is a sense of loss. It is a sense of how am I, how will my, how will I survive? And my heart and prayers are with you guys because it is painful as what. What I will share is that you will get through this. And if you look back over your life, you will see that you have been protected and you have survived some incredible junk already in your life. You will survive this. It hurts like heck to be in this position. And it is perfectly okay to to give yourself some hugs and embrace the fact this hurts. Now, I'm a faith person, so this is the only place I know to go in these times. My faith says that my higher power is going to get me through this. Uh, I've got grandkids, so I've got stories going back decades about where my higher power brought me out of junk that there was no way out. So that's my personal belief. But you will get through this. When you get through this, uh, hopefully you will, uh, when an opportunity is in front of you, Mm -hmm. once you go through something this traumatic, we typically take those opportunities a little more seriously. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If everything's going okay, we go, eh, whatever. After we've been through this, like, you know, my grandparents are the depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, 
my grandmother would squeeze a dollar till Washington started crying. Wow. She lived through the Depression, and it left a stamp on her. Yeah. And she always had money. She, there was always... I used to think she had money in a closet because she'd go in a closet and come out and give me money. I said, man, I don't know what's in that closet, but I sure wish I had a closet like that at home. She didn't trust the banks. Remember yeah. the Depression? Yeah. She just kept the money, she kept the money in the shoebox up in the closet. Yeah. So those are the kind of things. It'll, it'll imprint you, mm-hmm. but you will survive this because you've survived things before. Yeah. And on the other end, you are going to be a stronger, better person but it'd be really dumb to say this shot is not going to hurt because it yeah. does. I, I, I agree, man. You know, like my like I said, I keep saying it, man. My heart goes out because th- this is one of those situations that there's no there was there's no preparation for it. There, no one. It's not anybody's fault. No you one. Know, it it it. I don't think a world just us in this particular state of being humans um, could have foreseen this. Now. You will have those who will say, well, we should always be preparing for a pandemic. I agree. Uh, But to the same extent, it's kind of difficult to keep that all in in the front of your mind when you really haven't had one to this effect since something like the Great Depression, which was 100 years ago. You know, Um, it's it's difficult. It just kind of is what it is. Um, But, you know, I said my heart goes out. uh, just like with everything we talk about on the show in terms of mindset, right? I think um, give yourself time to feel it, you know? Yeah. It, like you said, it's it hurts. You can be frustrated. You can be pissed off about it. You know, just give yourself time to feel it. And yes. then go ahead and start taking those opportunities to start thinking about where opportunities might open up once things kind of start to kind of get back to some state of normalcy because there may be some huge opportunities for, for skilled people out there. There there usually are. And to be honest, skilled people were at a premium anyway mm-hmm. before this thing hit. Uh, the economy has a chance to self-correct. Mm-hmm. Let me help you out. The economy for 2020, it's over. It's shot. Yeah, it it went out. It's over. The, the Wall Street, and I can't say enough bad things about Wall Street, Wall Street can't come to grips with what's going on that one's done. They're now working on 2021 for strategy. Right. Companies have taken their guidance way, way down. They know it's going to, you know, hit. Uh, they're not going to make as much money as they they were thinking. Now, those of us that work in the systems, here's your opportunity. Let me just share this with you. Uh, it, it does hurt. And as a faith person, if you're my faith people out there, uh, when you're talking to God, say, hey, this really sucks. Show me some areas that are that can be open or that are open. Uh, because so many people get laid off, <clears throat> there will be a hiring rush as business ramps back up. Right. Where would you like to work? And go get in that line. Yes. It may not be running right now. Restaurants will open up again. Uh, 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 stores will open up again. Dude, I got to tell you this, man. I went to a, an electronic store that we all know yeah. and where we buy things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the coronavirus, I needed like a new a new a wireless keyboard, right? Yeah. Dude, I put in my number, opened my back window, they threw it in my car and ran away. <laughs> Dude, wasn't no virus coming out. No. The virus. No. And then when I got home, my wife wiped it all down. Listen, I said, I'm 
virus. Life is heck. Life it's, is heck on a virus, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, but I thought about that that place. I said, you know, when it comes back up, uh-huh. you're gonna be rehiring. Yeah. Now here's the phenomenon you don't don't, don't talk about. A lot of people got laid off. Mm-hmm. All those people aren't guaranteed of getting back in unless they were the kind of workers that we talk about in our sect. So, if you're so, a good person, your boss wants you back. So so that 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 was a point I was gonna make. Um, yep. I think so just like mergers and acquisitions, right? Yep. I think this gave some companies and some organizations an excuse to <laughs> kind of get rid of the underperformers. Believe that. Yeah, for sure. This is so in reality, mm-hmm. the the cupboards have been cleaned out. Yeah. So what what area do you want to be in? Right. And put your package together, your branding of yourself, mm-hmm. and go be in that line as soon as it opens. Right. And in a couple of months, we're gonna see, we we will see some of these things start to open. You can always hear you can already hear the chatter. You know, get ninety days from now, people are gonna be looking at it. You know, I don't think we're all gonna run out to meetings at the ballpark. But slowly but surely, you know, kind of seated back in. So, yeah, yeah. I, I already told my boss. I was like, because you know, we we actually had some work travel scheduled before this, and I was like, look, man, even when when, when they let us back into a normal swing, I said, don't yeah. look for me to get on an airplane for the rest of this year. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, I've got one. I've got one in June, mm-hmm. but I also got a hazmat suit over there. <laughs> Start looking like Breaking Bad. <laughs> It's a rough time for a brother with a mask. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I, like I said, I, th- I think this was a chance for opportunities to kind of get rid of the underperformers. So if you yourself was a kind of a victim of, of, of COVID, but you're a strong performer, I say, I would say, hey, do what you can to take this time off to like polish up on some skills, take some online, some of those online courses. Um, awesome some YouTube courses or whatever uh, to kind of polish up on some skills and some knowledge and then get that resume polished and be ready to go um, once things start. But I, I definitely understand that this is a, it's a stressful time and a painful time because people are struggling to kind of keep up with bills and stuff and all that too. So hard to go out. Um, the next group of people, um, the people who, yeah. were, who were kind of fortunate to, to still be working, they're working remotely. Um, but they they still have their current career track in place. And you, from your perspective, what opportunities do you think are out there for this group of people to be able to take advantage of? I think it's time it's time for you to shine. Mm-hmm. If you are still working and your game hasn't been to the level that we talk about all the time, yep. up your game while you're working. Communicate with your boss. Don't sit at home and, and watch TV and go to your meeting real quick and go back down and do nothing create, develop, how can you make your organization better mm-hmm. and let that be known? Because everybody wants to know right. if you're still there, you're only employed because you make your organization better. Right. And right. in your mind, create that. What can I do to make this place uh, better? What can I do to help the organization that's still paying me during this time period a better organization? And I think that everybody can see that and that keeps you dialed in because mm-hmm. when they open the door again, they're going to expect you to hit the ground running. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I, I think really it's, it's just as simple as that. I mean, communication, uh, especially, you know, I have to speak to my introverts. Communication is, is kind of, 
<laughs> it's kind of everything's in our favor right now. You know, yeah. it, uh, <laughs> you know, we can communicate via via text and email uh, with the occasional video conference or, or WebEx or something like that. You have more time to be productive because you don't have people stopping by your desk every five minutes to, hey, can, can, let's talk oh. about this or talk about that. So you have more space to be more productive. Oh, um, man. And honestly, there are more work hours. Uh, the way I think oh. about it is my commute, my actual drive to and from work, it's about two and a half hours every day. I get yeah. that two and a half hours now to actually get work done versus sitting in a car, you know. Absolutely. So it's actually more space and more time and more and more availability to be productive. So got some huge opportunities yeah. here. Well, you sit, you sit down. I think both of us talked about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife is hilarious. She brought me breakfast, closes <laughs> off the door, gone. She come back, pick him up, bring me lunch. Dude, I used to love getting up out of the office, walking down to the food court, yeah. picking my time, being extroverted, getting away from everybody. Yeah. I don't get up from the desk, man. I don't move. Stay. I don't move. I barely <laughs> it's move. It's 6 o'clock, 6.30. I barely like, move. Yeah. yeah. I barely so, move. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you're cranking it out, and and I say the 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 right now if you're working remotely, I think that it is imperative that you keep good close communication connection with your bosses. The younger bosses, they're not too freaked out, or somebody that's worked from home before. Some of the older bosses never did trust people that worked from home. Right. And if you have that kind of boss, it's imperative that you stay communicating with them. Uh, sharing your screen, letting them see some of the stuff you're working on, uh, calling to get some clarification. Let them know that you're still in the game and you're not just sucking up the paycheck and taking a little mini vacation out. Um, Here's one specific tip that I'll give. Even if you know that what you're working on and that you're actually working, even though you know it, right, Mm -hmm. you have to think that you're not around the people. So your boss can't casually walk by and see that there's a spreadsheet or something up on your screen. And so even if you just set like a 30 minute meeting, that's some BS to say, Hey, I just want to get your insight on this. Right. Talk to people, man. Just because, (laughs) just because you don't need their insight for real, but you just want to let them know, Hey, I am being productive. So I'm going to set up this screen share so I can get your insight on what I'm working on. Yeah. Just to let them know that you're that you're taking advantage of this opportunity to to make sure that you're still doing what you can to make the group or make the organization better. That's a good point. Yeah. You're working like you would be working, but yeah. nobody can see it. Nobody can see it. Uh, <laughs> let's let's uh, let, let, let's wrap this episode like this by talking about the 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 last letter in pies, like we always do, because I think. You know, whether you're a religious person, uh, whether you're a spiritual person, whether you're, um, you know, agnostic, whether you're atheist, I think that we all we all search for answers to, you know, uh, the huge existential questions. And we all look in times like this, we all look for something to grab (laughs) onto. Don't care what God or what God you don't believe in. We all look for something to grab onto. Right. So let's talk about that, uh, that S and just, you know, the things that people can do during this time just to stay connected. Um, I'm a faith person. And, and because in my belief and, and when I say belief, for me, it is a knowing. I don't try to get anybody else to know what I know, mm-hmm. but I know what's here for me. So I know my connection. 
the first thing that I prayed for was peace in my spirit because the times are so uncertain. Um, I would guard against what you allow your mind to uh, uh, dwell on. Uh, you cannot watch the news mm-hmm. every single day. You cannot. It is injurious to your psyche to watch the different variations, just like it was done to watch them on politics. It's really stupid to watch them now during this coronavirus thing. Get some data, get a CDC website, but you cannot let your mind dwell on the news. You will be negative. It will detract from your ability to work. Um, I need to feel that I am protected and cared for. And through my faith in the God that I believe in, I have that. So that gives me room now to work on another project, to get creative online, to build another course that we can now uh, access by video. Mm -hmm. That gives me room to function and gets me out of that Maslow's bottom hierarchy of safety and security. Um, You know, I get that reassurance inside that it's going to be okay. But I got to have that first, and that's only through a faith, a belief that that I'm taken care of. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I you know I like to speak to uh, my my meditators and mm-hmm. you know people like that. Where you know now is the time. You know, to we have nothing but time. <laughs> We're quarantined. <laughs> right? Where are you gonna be at the mall? <laughs> But I, I think this is an opportunity to to do a couple of things, right? Where it's an opportunity to create a, a mindfulness routine for yourself, because uh, there's nowhere to rush off to, right? You don't have the two hour commute. Most of us uh, who are who are kind of working in in the corporate space, we don't have the two hour commute right now. So this is an opportunity to kind of carve out fifteen to twenty minutes to. Uh, kind of meditate or if you pray pray or you know if you want to incorporate reading a devotional or something um and for those who are you know who are more science-based or anything like that like still you know meditate or um have a morning chat with 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 someone close to you because it it all kind of works the same you're able to kind of free your mind and and relieve some of the stresses by getting it out verbally or mentally and that, and that type of thing. So I think this is a good opportunity for that type of, that type of routine to be created. So then when you do go back to normal, you're used to carving out that 15 minutes, 20 yes. minutes when you first wake up in the morning to, yeah. to kind of set the tone for for yourself mentally and spiritually. So, uh, yeah, man, look, man, it was, it's good to, uh, good to be back, man. It's, you know, definitely be back and, I, I, and uh, I've been watching. Hey, man, I watched a couple of church services where the choirs were calling in uh, on cell phones and they were singing in harmony. Dude, I'm I'm killing it. I'm killing, there's a group out of Nashville. In fact, one of my cousins sings. These are all the Nashville session singers um, that do it as well with my soul. You can Google it, and they all do it from their cell phones. Yeah. It will destroy you. Wow. Thirty-one fingers. It will take you completely out. So, uh, folks, you stay safe out there. Yeah. Uh, stay connected, um, and we're going to keep uh, bringing you bringing you content. That's it. Yeah, that's it, man. Uh, well, again, we thank everybody for listening. Uh, we're back. Uh, we thank you for for hanging in there through our hiatus. Um, you know, life life happens, and. 
2020 has been the year of quote unquote life happens. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, we'll catch you guys uh, next week. Enjoy. On the next one. Stay safe. <laughs>